Good morning, everybody, and welcome to another fun episode of Teaching Today Pod Class. Uh, this is your host, Krista Nigro, and Jeremiah is on bed rest due to a really bad foot break, I guess, and it's all kinds of good surgery. And with me, I have two special um, guest co-hosts, and that is Kara, and I also have Cheryl from the, um, she's a manager of healthcare services with the Department of Juvenile Justice. So ladies, welcome. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, so Kara, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself so we can get a little picture of who you are. I'm a third grade teacher here in Las Vegas. Um, my sixth year teaching, I've done third grade for all but two of those years. Did oh, second wow. grade for two years. Oh, nice. So you were the you were the intermediate person. Yeah. So, yep. And I'm the little primary friend. And then also with Cheryl, we're gonna actually get into uh, your background. So just a little bit about yourself. Sure. So I've been with the Department of Juvenile Justice Services for coming up on 26 years. Um, Part of my current responsibilities right now, oversight of mental health services, medical services, and then the Harbor Juvenile Assessment Centers. Wow. Um, I'm a licensed clinical social worker as well. Wow, that's yeah. amazing. So especially out here, I feel like um, we definitely have that need. I mean, anywhere where you go in, I mean, even the world right now, I mean, it's really a lot of a lot of mental illness floating around there that needs to be, you know, discovered and treated properly. So, but welcome. Thank you so much for coming in today. Um, again, yeah, Jeremiah, he he stayed home because he's on bed rest for the next thirty to however many days. So he had asked if I would be willing to come in because we wanted to get a, a definite um, snapshot of what Harbor is because I mean. Like I was talking with you off air, we did a, um, it was the Title One Hope mini conference in the beginning of summer break, and they had a lot of really cool information about that. So so we're going to get into that. But before we do, Kara, how has your year gone so far? It's interesting to get another perspective. <laughs> Great so far, actually. Changed schools this year. Oh, wow. By choice or is it surplus? By choice. Oh, good. Good for By you, choice. Girl. Closer to home. Wow. Oh, smaller class. When you say smaller class, what do smaller you Smaller class size. Ooh, okay, so... A little bit smaller. <laughs> uh, but one or two kids makes all the difference. Yes. It really does. Oh, boy. Loving it. Got a great team. That's good. To, the, the team is just yes. what's so important. In Feel that. happy and supportive. Yes. Support it. Yes. Oh, my gosh. That is like... Uh, I was thinking about mine. I have 20 right now, but I have one that went away to uh, Sri Lanka for a month. Um, I was like, why didn't you take him in the summer? But so they'll be back. Yeah. So so he'll be coming back. Um, but right now that brings me down to 19 five-year-olds and six-year-olds. Some of them are actually still four. I think I have one more left, and he just made the cutoff. His birthday, actually, no, it was yesterday. It was Liam. So, yeah, so... Um, so he's five now, so I'm actually, I'm, I'm done with my four-year-olds, and um, we're just going to power through this school year and hope for the best. <laughs> so, all right, well, we might as well, let's get right into it. So um, we asked Cheryl to come on to the Teaching Today pod class, uh, podcast because um, there was, um, we started talking about the harbor, and um, especially with a lot of the... Ooh, with the people who are coming into Vegas, the people who are already here, I mean, we discussed a little bit. There's a lot of mental illness going on. Even with that, there's a lot of needs, even with, you know, with people in poverty. And I feel like the harbor is just a really good, what do you, what do you call it, a program? Or what, what, 
Like, well, we we, we call we call it the, an assessment center. Okay. Um, we really want to be um, a one stop shop for families. We want to be a no wrong door. Mm-hmm. Uh, our main location is open twenty four hours a day, so we can provide services to kids and families. Wow. Uh, so you don't need an appointment if you're in a crisis or in a difficult situation and you're having trouble navigating that. You can just come to the harbor and and get some help. So now where is the main, like if you had to go to the center to get the assessment, where is that? Right, so the main campus is located at 861 North Mojave and that's on the corner of Mojave and Washington. Oh, okay, perfect. And then as far as the, um, so, so now how did the harbor come into existence? Like, so when you, so how long has it been in existence, I guess would be the question. Right. So the assessment center concept has has been a pretty studied concept and um, it has uh, been piloted successfully in other places and also in some jurisdictions such as Denver, they've had assessment centers for 20 years. So what we did prior to opening, probably about three years prior to opening, we started looking at other jurisdictions to see what they were doing, what was working, where we toured other jurisdictions to get an idea of what might work in our community. Oh, wow. So, so far you've been pretty successful, I'm assuming. Right. How many people do you typically see a year? So we opened our doors in October of 2016. Mm -hmm. Uh, In 2018, we opened our second location. Wow. To date, we have seen close to 10,000 youth and families. Wow. Amazing. Wow. So now, Kara, have you, has anybody on, um, at your site, have have you referred anybody out to the harbor? No, honestly, I don't know much about it. Hmm. And that's what's like really good because I feel like Jeremiah, he was able to t- say some things. I'm like, I need, we need to find more about this because it's something. Well, I think we have some great programs, but we don't have time to mm-hmm. find out about them. Or right. So it's good to actually find out like, how to find out about them. Exactly. Right. So, well, in that regards, so what are some of the program or what type of services do you offer? Right. So I think the important thing to note is that there, uh, we can serve kids 17 and under and their families. So we really look at the whole family system, not just the child. So if parents are struggling with some issues with their child, if there might be some behavioral issues going on, if teachers are identifying some needs, um, they're seeing a kid struggling in the classroom in some way, maybe think the kid might have some mental health issues going on or that the family might be struggling. We've tried to make it pretty easy for teachers to refer kids. So teachers just can go to our website at theharborlv.com and we have a referral form and the teacher just have to fill it out and it gets submitted electronically. And then we will also follow up with the teachers and let them know that we received their referral. And then we'll also follow up and let them know if the child actually and family made the appointment. Oh, wow. So you get some feedback. So that's actually interesting because one of the things that, um, because I I think of like in where we have like kids and anytime there's like a special education like referral that we always have to like get permission from the family to even like do anything with that. So is that something, I mean, obviously I feel like it would probably be a due diligence for the the teacher to talk to the families and be like, hey, this is what, you know, like what would that conversation look like? I mean, would it be like, this is my concern and I would like to, you know, tell you there's resources available? Right. I mean, I would definitely urge teachers to communicate that Mm -hmm. with parents. If not, parents are just getting a cold call and probably would have some feelings about that. So obviously the teachers have those interactions with the parents. And I just think reaching out in a positive way, offering support um, and letting them know that there is support out there. 
Mm-hmm. And also, you know, some families don't have insurance. They're underinsured. They worried about um, funding for those things. And the other important thing to note is all the services at the harbor are free to families. Wow. So initially, that initial assessment is all free. Now, beyond that, if parents have medical insurance or things like that, we'll tap into that. Mm-hmm. We also have an outreach worker from the Division of Wealth welfare and supportive services so if a family is eligible for benefits but just doesn't have them we offer every family to meet with the outreach worker as well oh wow okay good so so regardless as far as their financial picture so it's going to be we we serve all the community we're members. we're going to provide services regardless of ability to pay we serve undocumented youth and families as well wow that's that's a great program so yes, especially like i feel like our community i know there's so many i worked on um at holly hewitson on bonanza and 20th for Ooh, probably like I think it was five years before I ended up going to Shore Elementary and I can still remember when there was that huge it was like a, a big thing that came out where the families were thinking that they were going to do a big uh, raid and so many of my students didn't come because so many of them were so they were undocumented and I'm like that should never ever be something that a child like a kindergarten nonetheless no. can't come to school because of that and that is such a scary thing to think about and it's like oh some of the things they dealt with it's that's more than I dealt with in my 34 years of life. <laughs> so They have to be more grown up than we do. I know. Sad. It is. It's mm-hmm. very, yeah, it really is. So and you were talking about the what a uh, referral looks like, and you said, again, that was harborlv.com. Uh, and then is there just like, a, it's like a, one of the te- pull-downs? Um, um, yeah, it's very easy to find. And then, again, there's just a submit button, so it'll get electronically submitted. Again, we, we're trying to streamline it to make it easier because yes. we know teachers are very busy and have a lot <laughs> of kids to be concerned that. about. So. <laughs> oh, wow. So now let me ask you this. In regards to um, it, let's say we have an educator who, um, you know, they're – what would that look like? What what would they be looking for? I know I know you said there was some you know behaviors. Is there mm-hmm. um, anything? Is there a more I shouldn't say popular but more common thing that you guys are seeing coming through with referrals? Well, honestly, in the beginning, I think we expected to probably see more mental illness than we have. Okay. So I mean, we we do have a segment of kids that definitely have mental and behavioral health challenges, mm-hmm. but we also have families that are. Um, you know, struggling in other ways. So we're really trying to be open to any ways we can help them. I think if a child is chronically absent from school, that would be a great referral teachers can make. So we can figure out the reasons behind that and give the parents and the family support and resources to make sure that child gets to school. Oh, yes. So that that could be something. It could be um, acting out in the classroom. It could be a child coming to school emotional often. for a, a reason that's not apparent to you. Right, you right. Know, it, it really anything. I think that teachers um, have some really good instincts about that. They have built relationships with the kids and they know when something's not right. Yeah. And you know what? That's so true. And that's one of the like previous episodes we did. We talked about how important it is to build relationships with yeah. these kids. Because honestly, I mean, you have these kids for, what is it, 100? Is it the exact number, 183? Or is it 180? 180? We have them for 180. We work for 180. That's right. I'm like, I always get that confused. I'm like, yeah, we're there usually three days before. <laughs> but, um, the, the fact that you get that time to build those relationships is so key because you, I mean, like you said, you have somebody that comes in and they're cool, calm, collected and just skating along. And then next thing you know, they're in like emotional turmoil and, you know, you kind of want to, oh boy, you hoped enough that you have that relationship where they trust you enough to be able to, you know, 
tell tell yep. you what's going on. So, um, how about like foster families, or is that? So, I mean, I know because they have like their own social workers, but um, so how does that yeah, work? Yeah, we honestly we don't really turn anyone away. Now, mm-hmm. if families come and they're involved in with other systems or right. other workers, we encourage them to sign releases so we can partner with those workers and let them know what we found and what we're seeing so we don't duplicate services or anything right. like that so we have more coordinated care. Oh, wow. Excellent. Okay. So um, so as far as the um, um, funding, we had, I know we had talked a little bit about that off air, but so tell me a little bit more about how you guys, um, you know, get through with your, your business as far as like, what, where's the funding come from? Right. So we were um, fortunate enough in the 2017 and 2019 legislative sessions to receive funding. Um, and that really has helped. That funding helped us go 24-7 at our main location and it helped us open our second location. So we were very grateful for that. And then at the harbor under one roof, we have approximately 12 different partners, which is amazing. So all of those partners are donating staff also that actually operate out of the harbor. And some of our partners also um, provide financial support to the program as well. That's great. Is there a way if anybody wanted to to help support monetarily, like donation-wise or anything? Yeah, I mean, that's definitely something that we could talk about and we're interested. I mean, I think there's lots of opportunities to to support the harbor. Mm -hmm. And if someone wanted to make a donation, do you guys have, like, sometimes I know, like, the shade tree they have where you can go right online and they actually have a donation? Or We don't have that direct ability to do right now, unfortunately. Okay, perfect. And then um, in regards to the partners, like, so do they put on events where it's, like, almost like – um, fundraising events. So like if you guys have like, I don't know, galas or if you do like um, harvest festivals or things like that, or is it mostly? No, I mean, so so we've been open three years and mm-hmm. really we've spent these first years really getting our program solid, understanding our processes, um, getting commitments from the community, really trying to get the word out. Really our school district, the school district is our strongest partner at the Harbor. We have Excellent. school district staff at the Harbor and the school district provides the harbor the majority of the referrals. So we've really spent this first three years looking at building a solid program and being there for the community. And I think in terms of future growth, we'll be looking at the things you're talking about, mm-hmm. how we can continue um, to operate the program, to expand the program, and how we can identify sustainable funding. Wow. And that's so important, the sustainable yes. funding. That's the biggest one. You know, it makes me think I, I we recently installed, not to kind of segue out, but we installed a garden at our school and everything was through like we're partnering with Greener Planet and everything. And it's funny because the common grant question I get is how is this going to be sustainable? I'm like, that's a good point because, I mean, we could look at the here and now, but it's like what is in the long term is how are you going to keep this up and running? Exactly. <laughs> when those kids leave and the parent helps leave. Mm-hmm. Yep. That's very true. So, again, uh Cheryl, she's manager of the healthcare services with the Department of Juvenile Justice and um, teachers I, and educators. I encourage you that if you do see an, a student or family that might, you know, possibly need these services, please, please, please talk to the families and you know, reach out. Go to harborlv.com and fill out that referral because that is so key. Because so many parents, I feel, they probably don't realize all the services that we have available out here in this valley, or are too afraid to get it. Yes, that's true too. So, so Cheryl, any final thoughts or anything else that you would like to tell us about the harbor before you go and enjoy your weekend? Hopefully, <laughs> <laughs> thank you. I'm planning to do that. Well, we, we really just want to encourage 
uh, the school district to make referrals. We've enjoyed collaborating with the school district and we want to continue our partnership. Yes, absolutely. And it probably is nice that it's the fifth largest school district. So, I'm, well, maybe sometime the workload gets a little heavy. Though. <laughs> <laughs> but we... <laughs> But if the need's out there, we want to keep servicing uh, the Valley and we'll continue to work on opening new locations so we can do that. That's great. And then for one more time, what were the two locations again? So the two locations are 861 North Mojave on Mojave and Washington. Mm -hmm. And the other location is at 6161 West Charleston, Building 2. That's on Charleston and Jones. That location is not open 24 hours. It is open seven days a week, 8 a.m. to 10 p.m. All right, perfect. And then I actually have one more question. I'm sorry not to keep hitting you with the questions, (laughs) but um, if an educator needs to call someone to verify, maybe just get some information before they do the referral, do you have um, like a a specific point of contact that they could utilize? I would just give them our main number, and that's Mm 702-455-6912. Okay, perfect. Well, Cheryl, we really appreciate you coming in, and I hope you have a great weekend. And we will um, definitely, I will I will be using this, because I can think of a couple people off the top of my head. Right? I kind of yes. wish I knew more about this last year. Yes, I know. Yeah, especially when I was at, when I was at Hewittson. And I know we had some really great, like we had communities and school partnership and a whole bunch of like uh, great partnerships with pe- different things around the Valley. But this is so, everything's like you said, under one building where you can do so much with the assessment so so thank you so much thanks ladies again cheryl from the harbor she was the manager of healthcare services with the department of juvenile justice um we got to talking a little bit more and off the air and she had mentioned that she has been working in the juvenile justice department for 26 years i mean that's so crazy i imagine i was like do you get like does she have to have counseling with the stuff that she sees? Because I probably imagine. we need counseling for the stuff we see. Oh my god! I swear to God, like some of the things, and it's funny. Like honest to God, Kara, like I feel, I feel like every year when I start kindergarten, it's like PTSD. I completely block it out, and I'm like, that's how you get them. Ba- we get you back. <laughs> yes, you're absolutely right. Because honest to God, I go that's in there, how any of us come back. Right, honestly, I don't see how we do. And I really think because you leave in May, especially in kinder, when you leave in May, you're like, oh my God, they're writing a paragraph with proper conventions and they're counting and they're adding and subtracting. And then all of a sudden you get back to sept- or August. Well, I say September because back where I'm from, we didn't start till September after Labor Day. But it's like you get them in August and it's like you're I starting was, all oh over again. Yes. You forget. Yes. Same thing with third grade. By the end of third grade, addition, subtraction of three digit numbers, multiplication, division, area, writing five paragraphs. You get back to the beginning of school oh and they God. can't give you five sentences. Oh my God. And some of them like, what's your name? I don't know. Or they give you like the nickname. Like we had one that filled out the open house paperwork or um, the meet the teacher paperwork and it was like any special names or things that you would like to tell me about your child. My child, we call the... Um, we call him dork at home. I'm like, well, I'm not calling him that here. No. So I'm like, come on. But yeah, so that's really, that's really, um, wow. So PTSD, I'm pretty Seriously? sure that's what it is. Like, oh my God. Oh yeah. Oh girl, I could tell you stories. I swear to God. Harbor, <laughs> yes. As Kara's holding up the Harbor pamphlet. So true. I'm like, some of these people, I swear oh to God. God. But I can honestly think like, this is something, um, so one of my good friends, she took over the counselor position at Shore Elementary, uh, Mandy Yeoman. She's doing a phenomenal job her first year in. Um, she took over uh, Tracy Lay's position because she retired last year and this is something I'm actually gonna I'm gonna share with her because I'm sure she knows about it too she was the one that went to the title one uh hope mini conference with me but um now that we have some more information I think this would be something that's really beneficial on our site and I, I hope that people do utilize this because dang girl there's so many people out there that have I mean 
not only just mental illness. I mean, you heard Cheryl talking. She said we didn't really discuss the, you know, the bigger parts about it because, you know, you and I are both elementary. Yep. But all these kids that, I mean, that are like abusing drugs or like, you know, or like who knows what else they're doing. I don't well, know. Like they're in relationships. So who knows how those relationships oh are going? God, seriously. Like, is there, is it a safe relationship yep. or what? So that's terrifying. So, so again, all the educators out here um, in CCSD world, we really hope that you, you know, really take this serious. And if there's somebody that needs this, I mean, one of the things I'm looking at the pamphlet right now and it says connecting families to mentoring, anger management, drug education, education, conflict resolution, family therapy, counseling, and more. I mean, we know probably five kids that we could name off the top of our head. Yep. So that's something that's really, really important. Again, harborlv.com is where you can find the referral. But again, please make sure you're counsel or consul, consulting. Good Lord, it's Friday. Consulting with the families before you make that um, referral because that's one thing you don't want to have them get a cold call from something like that that could really stir the pot and and a uh, a potentially good relationship so yeah so but anyways well moving on so again I'm really happy to have Kara here and it's Kara Mac that's right so for all these <laughs> there has been debate today there has been debate There's always debate on right, about the pronunciation of her name so in case all of you wanting Kara Mac so I'm really happy to have her in here as my uh, guest co-host because she has some really good information surrounding um, all of the elections um, that are up that are coming up actually pretty quick and she's actually the chair of the elections committee Heaven for CCEA yes. so well let's talk real quick how did you get into that <laughs> I was asked oh okay good well that's right was it like volunteered or voluntold <laughs> little of both that's like good. we know you want to do more this is a great way you've been I've been around for six years now. It's time to take more leadership. That's cool. Done ECLF, AR. Wow. LAT, <laughs> gone up to Carson City twice. Yep, that. Yep, you were one of my sisters oh, out there. <laughs> that's that always a I fun know. time. It, yeah, gosh, remember? So, we're, we're, weren't you with us when we went to go try to see Maggie Carlton? Were you with no. us? No. No. Okay. So I was gonna say, I wait, think maybe there's a whole bunch, like, a a bunch, whole of, bunch of us tried. Yes. Like all separate times, we all kept going, and then we all she refused to meet with us, even closed her door. Pretended she wasn't there, so we all took pictures and posted it. Yep, so that's something that we need to think about next election cycle, so just to let you guys know. But anyways, so anyways, tell us a little bit about you, what school you're at, the whole nine yards. I know we kind of touched on that a little, but we want to know the Caramac. So I teach third grade at Gearheim Elementary School Mm -hmm. up in the northwest part of the valley, finally a little closer to home. I was at McMillan for two years, and I was at Christensen for three years, three, four, five, six. Yes, it all adds up to six. Good thing I'm teaching multiplication. There you go. <laughs> um, I love it. Yeah. So now have you taught, is this CCSC is your only place? CCSC is the or? only place I've been a full-time teacher. I subbed back home in Illinois oh, okay. for a little bit before I moved out here. Um, there was no jobs in Illinois yes. when I first applied out here. Mm-hmm. And I literally got the job. And the next day, the secretary of the, my old high school, actually is where I was subbing a little bit, went, hey, we have all these positions in the district now. Like, no. Oh One, no, sorry. Gosh. I'm not. Oh I my love goodness. you, but no, I'm not staying in this little town. Right. What um, town was it in Illinois? 
It's called Beecher, Illinois. Huh. It's by the Joliet Kankakee Oh, okay. Area. Yeah, I know where Joliet's at. Oh. We actually drove through that on my way from moving from Buffalo out here. We drove through Joliet. There you go. Yep. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I know. Oh. Yeah. My, like, same thing. My city, or I shouldn't say city. Yeah, right. My little town that I grew up in, um, literally, we had, like, my house, and then there was a field, and then there was my best friend Tiffany's house, and then there was, like, a couple more houses, but for the most part, it was no, all yeah, farm, f- country. farm country. Farm mm-hmm. country, farmland. It's an hour south of Chicago on a good day. Yes. Mm-hmm. Well, yep. And then did you get the snow and all that too? Oh God, yes! Oh my well, gosh, yes. That's last like, year there. I swear it rained or snowed almost 365 days. Yeah. And that's not an exaggeration. Oh my God, that's exactly how I have people where it's it like was, they actually oh. have a thing. It's seasonal affect disorder. It, yes, where it's like people get like depressed. It's so gloomy. They get suicide rate. The suicide yes. rate goes up. Yes. yes, that's terrifying. And I noticed it here now too, even more mm-hmm. because it's so sunny for so long. Yes, when you have like, those one or two yes. days, like you're like, I don't want to my bed right exactly so i i'm totally like i'm a weather junkie so <laughs> i'm like sitting there i'm like always spying in on buffalo's weather going oh man you guys got a thunderstorm today you're lucky like i, I totally, know like we i watch the storms at my house yes the few storms we get here isn't it weird? i watch them go around like mm-hmm. they're gonna hit and then nothing i'm like oh, yeah God. it's so bizarre that's one thing i find very weird about the weather in like vegas is you could be like standing like two or three steps to the left and it's 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 raining and then you move over to the right and and it's like sunny. See, it's like that back home though. Like so living out in the country, it would be sunny or storming by me, and then it'd be the complete opposite mm-hmm. in town. You would see in town <laughs> some gorgeous pictures. Some oh yeah, craziness. Yes. But, yeah. So, but anyway, sorry, we got on a little weather tangent, but that's quite all right. But so, anyways, I am going to let you share your wealth of knowledge, and I know you said there's some upcoming dates that are important, yes. and all the the. The cool things that you were talking about too, about like the the orientation or whatever that they're doing. So go ahead and ex- give me the one hundred and one on elections. So first off, if anybody is interested, we have a seat for Zone Three open on the exec board. Ooh. Contact CCEA if you're interested. Ooh yes. Um. So we're doing something a little different this year with elections. Um. We will be electing a new president and vice president, and zone seats. I forget if it's A or B this time, mm-hmm. but there'll be new zone seats open for each zone. Um, we're holding candidate orientations this year. So if you're inter- whether you're interested now or you're thinking about it in the future and you want to come and learn what exactly all these positions are about, what they entitle, how much extra time do they take up and whatnot, we are having one on Tuesday, October 15th mm-hmm. from 430 to 7 and one um, November 2nd from 8.30 to 11. That's a Saturday. So we did one weekday and one weekend. Smart. Both mm-hmm. of them will be here at the CCEA office. Excellent. Um, so other important dates to know. We'll announce which s- seats exactly are open on October 22nd, mm-hmm. just in case there's some other positions too. Review board might be up and whatnot too. Right. Um, and then you can nominate your um have your friends nominate you or whatnot mm-hmm. nominations open uh and close on tuesday december 17th okay but you have all day excellent to get it in and everything and then you can campaign from january 6th until march 19th the last day to withdraw if you need to pull out for any reason we know life happens right is february 21st and then, since we are going electronic this year, <laughs> that's awesome. Elections will be open for two days, mm-hmm. 
Uh, March 19th through Saturday, March 20th. Oh, excellent. So, okay. And it's got to be off school time, so it, right. elections will open af- at like 4 o'clock. Okay, perfect, Friday. perfect. So, so now what does that typically look like? I mean, and that's another thing, like, I, we were talking off air as well, is I, I, I don't necessarily know too much about elections because you I've never... You can come join us! Yeah, so, so is it, so when you do that, I know, I remember seeing this past year, um, when Jim Frazee, <laughs> he had to give his little speech, but I don't think anybody was running against him, and it was funny uh-huh. because he's like, I'm still going up to give my speech. And I was like, good for you, get up there. And so, it, like, if you have two people that are vying for the same position, obviously, you want to go ahead and give your, Doubt, you know, yes. your spiel. And what does that look like? I mean, what is, what is, I, I know we have orientation, but what is, are the zone, the, the executive board seats, like, what is entailed in that job? So all the schools are broken up into different zones. We have six zones, mm-hmm. and we have an OLP spot, too, Okay. Um, for other um, licensed professionals. professionals. Mm-hmm. Um, there's, I know there's a board meeting at least once a month on the weekends. Mm-hmm. Of course, they come to all the ARC meetings. I know there's lots of phone calls. Right. I don't even know, actually, what's all involved. So I'm kind of excited for these orientations, too, so, I'll, so I yeah. can know. Mm-hmm. Um, so, because that's what I was, I I was always curious about that because I I know like they have to make like decisions and yes. and things like that. So, how, do we know like right now? Because I know you said there's and what was the date for like for you to declare if you're running? What was the date again? Nominations are December seventeenth. Okay, perfect. And then do we know even through the grapevine how many we're expecting to run for that president or no. vice president? Yeah, I didn't think. Wow, that's so crazy. That's a big position to be running mm-hmm. this 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 turn. Wow, no kidding. So, okay, well, in regards to that, we're doing electronic voting. So tell me how that came into existence. We've been trying forever. So many people, it's so costly to do on paper. Right. People lose them. Right. It's open for so long. You can't trust the mail either. Sometimes things do disappear. (laughs) Mm -hmm. I mean, I just heard on the radio today that they found a bunch of Amazon packages stuffed in a cemetery what yeah that's crazy what <laughs> oh my gosh where 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 are these amazon right? packages <laughs> and it might be something i need <laughs> i don't know if i'd go to the cemetery uh, so we're going to try uh, we're going to go electronic excellent okay a lot easier a lot faster and then this way you can do it right then and there you don't have to worry about mailing it you don't have to worry about losing the ballot mm-hmm. Trying to get more people involved and actually voting. Yeah. Well, and that's the thing that I've heard over and over again. Anytime that we're talking about voting is the biggest thing. People are, I want it to be electronic. Why? Like, even when, remember when we did all the voting on the contracts, they're like, well, we couldn't get to the Lexa Park or blah, 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 blah. And yep. I understand that because, like you said, life happens. But at the same time, it's now that we're talking about doing electronic, then you have some people that are like, well, my social security. And I mean, it's all encrypted. It's you're, all yes, safe. And you're not going to please everybody. Correct. You're yes. really not. It, mm-hmm. Sometimes people just like to complain to complain. Exactly. <laughs> so, and yeah, we're, I guess as teachers, we're like known to be good at that. So that's okay. So we're allowed to because we have a hard job. Yes. <laughs> so um, anything else that we need to touch on for elec- elections that is just... We need to know. Those are the big primary um, things coming up. Mm-hmm. Uh, come to the next ARC meeting. We will be talking, going over the policy, um, the election policies. We have mm-hmm. to change them every time we have an election. Oh, interesting. Because we put in for the positions that are running, which, of course, change. Of course. Every so many years. Of course. Like, this year we're just selecting the president and the vice president. 
Mm-hmm. Next year, we need a new secretary and a new treasurer, oh, I okay. think. So it's not all of the positions run on the same years. It's a couple positions right. every year. So now, what are you saying as far as the terms again? So like the president and the vice president. So. The terms right mm-hmm. now are set. We just redid them. They'll be four years. Okay. So but those years. can change. That's what we changed in the bylaws when we left NSEA. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um. Those could change again, too. All right. And then you said as far as, like, the the seats for the zones, those are two. But I know you said – are they two? Two. I think, I think they're two, right? I want to oh say. Gosh, I can't remember. So – Oh, hold on. <laughs> so we got a good – Let me get right back to you. I forgot yeah. I have this. We got this beautiful database thing that's just got all the good information. <laughs> yes, I have it electronically. So president and vice president terms are from 2020 to 2024. Mm-hmm. And we have for exec board open right now seats one, two, and three, four, and five B. Wow. So it's all the B seats are there, and those will be four year terms as well. Oh, wow. And the OLP seat is up as well. And oh. that's also four years. Wow. And who currently holds that? It's Monica, Monica, Monica Bryant? Or no? No, Monica is zoned three. Oh, okay. Exec board. Um, Paige Myers is the Oh, that's right. Yep, 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 yep. That's right. Okay, cool. Excellent. That's a really good... I mean, and one of the things that I love that you and I were talking about is that you guys are doing the orientation. I think that's so key because, I mean, you hear, like, a lot of people who are, you know, good leaders out there, especially the AR people at their buildings, and, you know, they would be really beneficial for them to, you know, run. And sometimes, I mean, maybe that kind of, they kind of makes them step away a little bit because they're concerned they don't really know what's entailed in it. Exactly. Or they go, they run, they get the position, and then they're like, oh, crap, I didn't realize it entailed all of this. I don't have the time. Right. So I know as teachers, we have a hard, hard schedule, so it makes it very Yes, and we're all start at different times, end at different times. (laughs) Yes. Yes. So, well, thank you for that great information, Kara. And I definitely um, want, as far as the dates to remember, um, we have candidate orientation that's coming up. The We said the two days, which was the Tuesday, October 15th, as well as November 2nd, which is a Saturday. Um, and you guys are going to put out some communication in regards to oh, that? Oh, yeah. Always. Perfect. There's always a ton of communication. Excellent. So Lots of flyers are going home this year. Oh, yay. That's good. And that's it's important Reminders, for people to yes. be, yes, to be. And if know, you want to vote. We mm-hmm. need to s- your personal email address. Yes, I not believe. your not your school one. Not right? your school mm-hmm. one. So make sure we have it on file. We'll be mm-hmm. sending stuff out so you can mail back to us with that. But if you want to get a jump start, make sure we have the correct email address. Go ahead and give us a call at yes. CCEA. That's super important. So again, please make sure you're updating your information. And that the AR um, the ARC um, meetings. There's always like a spot for those. For those little spots. So if you're an yes. AR person, make sure you're updating your information. <laughs> yes. So um, switching gears a little bit. So because it is Friday, Woo-hoo! and I know I'm so excited. Man, my Friday was like really, oh, it was intense because I thought we were going to have a hard lockdown today just <gasps> as a drill. But Ooh. then like we didn't have it. So I was like trying to like, I was just waiting, waiting, waiting. And then we actually had a bunch of activities planned. We had this thing called a teddy bear picnic that we do with my friend. Um, I went with my friend, Mrs. Beaker, Megan Beaker, and we went outside and the kids got to um, sit and, you know, read book. Well, they're not really reading. Some of them are reading, <laughs> but most of them are looking at the They're looking at the pictures. Yes. Yeah, exactly. Making their own story. Uh-huh. So um, there was a lot of, we had a lot of fun today and it was a really good way to end Friday, I feel like this week because this week was kind of a doozy. <laughs> yeah, my poor kids had to test all day. Oh my god! Just how it felt. I tried to not make that happen, but it just 
yes. how it fell. Yes, and and that sometimes it, that's how my whole beginning of my year uh, assessment after assessment. I mean, I'm talking. Oh my God, Ames Web Plus map testing. Oh my God, ESGI, uh, the PSI, and it's just like. Oh my gosh! I I have a student teacher this this year too in the beginning, oh. of the year, and I feel bad. I'm like, oh my god, Miss Martinez. No, but that's like, good. Yeah, that's when I student taught was the beginning of the school year. Mm-hmm. I am so glad I did because you don't know everything. You're right. The end so of the year right. is so easy. It's it is. Party. Yes, it is. And it's like. And the beginning of the year is rough and hard. And it it's is. good to and see that good. before you get into the classroom. I totally agree. Because, and that's one of the things I had a hard time grasping. My kids last year, um, they, they just were like, I don't know. It was just a really easy class. And my class this year is great too. But I was like, man, I, I was thinking, boy, if you just would have been here last year. But I'm like, no, no, this is important for her to see this because the beginning of the year is something that. It's it's not unicorns and rainbows. It's very much like, oh my gosh, like we're in a ship and the ship is on fire and there's sharks and your hair's on fire. Around. Yeah, everything's um, on fire. Yeah. <laughs> so so I believe that's a meme or something too. Yeah, yes, right? that's exactly like I pictured it. In it's my all brain. on fire and we're sinking, yes. and somehow the water doesn't put out the fire. No, it doesn't. It's like gasoline. It just adds. So it makes it, it worse. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, so I was really appreciative that she's actually here now that I like reevaluated on that and go. Okay, no, she needs to see this because if she's going to be an educator, she's got to know what's you know what's in store. But, Good, bad, and the ugly. Yeah, but you know what? She got her first like really bad cold, and Ooh. yesterday she had to leave early. So I was like, these kids are little germ pots. Uh-huh, so, got it. Yeah, hand sanitizer. If you have to drink, well, don't drink it because it will. <laughs> emergency. Make you feel well. Yeah, emergency, yeah, uh-huh. and like the whole nine yards. So, but um, with that being said, not that I went on this wonderful tangent, but. Um, we decided that we were going to talk a little bit about some just some tips and tricks like teacher hacks. And it's funny because I started um, doing CCEA social media on Facebook and their Twitter account. And um, these wonderful people over here, they send me like their social media requests, which is great. And I will put them out. But then you could probably always see like theirs because theirs are like very like official and then you have me who I'm like Tuesday tip or like motivational Monday (laughs) so I always like to do that just to get you know you know the members talking and like so one of the things that I looked at was some different hacks and we we found some cool ones and um, we're just going to kind of run through those to just finish off our show today and then we can get our weekend started and it'll be great it'll be wonderful so Anyway, so we I was looking at this site called Board Teachers, and I know some of you are familiar love with it. that. Yes. Follow them on Facebook. I love it. Yes. And it always makes me think of like Jerry Brooks and yes. God, who's the other guy? We actually had him. He was Oh uh, yes, I want to go see him. Oh Eddie. God. Yes. What is his name? He actually did the Heart of Education um um like show when we couldn't where was a um one of our hosts couldn't show up. And um, they had, um, I think it was a death in the family. I was just family. watching him. Yes, he's hilarious. So he's always on board teachers. So, um, and it's just, a, again, it's just a fun little list. And Eddie B. That's who it is. Oh, his his things that he comes oh out God, with are hysterical. hilarious. And he's so quick-witted. Yes. It's amazing. Did you see him when he was in town? <laughs> so he, I didn't get to see him when he was doing like his overall Tour? perform. But he actually, he okay. hosted, or he did the... Um, he was like the main, well, not the main guest, but he was the guy at Heart of Education that came in, and we were, oh my god, the whole oh, place it was, was hysterical. In he brought all their funny comedian teachers with him. Oh, gosh, dying. Oh, I bet. Dying. Where was he at? Where was it? Oh man, I don't remember. Was it Green? I know Green. No, Valley, it was had... um, where the old baseball field is. 
Oh, uh, Cashman? Yes, thank you. Oh, cool. How awesome See Friday, that? the brain shut down. <laughs> I, sh- girl, I tell well, you. Well, so, <laughs> I've been here for six years. You'd think I'd remember more places, but I, <laughs> if I don't go to it a lot, I, mm-hmm. I don't know. I totally understand. So um, so we're just going to go through. We'll kind of talk on a little bit of them. We'll just t- uh, touch on a couple. And I know, like I said, there was 24 of them, but we're... We're, we're getting ready to get our weekend started, so there's gonna we're just going to cu- pull out a couple um, wonderful ones that might be helpful in your classroom, and this, again, stretches all the way from elementary up to the high school, even if you are an OLP or any type of educator, so this might be helpful. So the first one is, and this is kind of more related to the elementary, and we were talking about this, is to get a tattle phone. So, Kara, one of the things that I find extremely funny is my husband and the um, PE teacher he worked with, Michael Cosgrove, they actually had a Wilson ball. And it was like, have something to tell Wilson. (laughs) And so you'd see these kids standing at the ball. And they were like telling them like, oh, so-and-so took blah, 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 blah. And then it's just, you just, they realize how silly they look. And then they're like, oh. Hmm, I'm talking to a ball right now, an inanimate object, but in a tattle phone, I thought it would be kind of cool because, you know, you just get like an old, go to the, um, what is it, the uh, Goodwill and buy like a little phone. They pick it up and if they have something crazy to tell them. Well, first off, they'd be like, what in the world is this? What is this cord? What is this thing? What? (laughs) Wait, I can't pick it up and move it wherever? Yes, exactly. So, but it's one of those things that, especially my second year, I had chronic tattlers. It was like, no matter what, like we read so many different books to try to like squash it and it was never a thing. And we actually, we had um, put on butcher paper. I saw something on um, just one of the lists about how to, you know, how to, how to thwart tattling. <laughs> and it was literally, you draw an ear on a piece of butcher paper and they have to go and tell it. And it was like, it kind of fixed things a little bit. And then of course you had the ones that just, it didn't matter. Didn't matter. Yeah. Yeah. So even in third grade, it's a problem. It, like, that's tattling. No, it's not. <laughs> Is somebody bleeding? Yeah, exactly. Is somebody dying? You go through the list, right? <laughs> Did Shannon Tatum walk through the door? Yeah, exactly. I don't need to hear it. Yeah, exactly. Is there a bone sticking out? Is there vomit? Okay, no, then we're Is good. there blood everywhere? <laughs> I don't need to know. Oh, that's funny. So, but also, and this might be helpful for you, um, and the next one we were talking about is motivational pencils. So talk to me about SBAC. So when they go in, what is the feeling of that for the kids? For the kids, I'm sure pure dread. Mm-hmm. We've been trying to gear them up for teachers. Pure dread. It's... <laughs> The most emotional draining thing I have to do as a teacher, because you see these poor kiddos struggling and you can't help them. Mm-hmm. All you can you can't even tell them. Make sure you reread. Oh, All you can say is Good just luck. try your best. I'll try your best. Good luck. Do your best. Oh gosh. I, oh my goodness. There's one thing I could do- get rid of. It would be aspect. Yeah, it's just very stressful for the children. Yeah, I and bet. for us, and like and the these teachers, poor yeah. kids feel like their whole life depends on this. Yeah. Oh, gosh. Yes. There's so much, like, it's such a burden on them. And it's... Doesn't. Yes, it's just, yeah. I mean, and honestly, they don't even get the scores until, like, the next re- year, right? Exactly. It, it doesn't even really show how well they are. We have to differentiate in our classrooms, but we don't differentiate on that test. Which is... So how is that really fair? bizarre, yeah. So I don't... That's and But I, that's a whole other podcast I can yeah. comment on. <laughs> So, Complain away. So when they go in, are they allowed to have like a pencil and paper? And pencil stuff and like paper that? for math, but then we have to collect it. Can't leave the room. Okay. They have to have somebody walk with them to the bathroom. Wow. Yeah. So it's, it's like very, very, much very like lockdown. It's like when I took Test my practice. Test are locked down and everything. Yeah. <laughs> oh my goodness. Well, so in that regard, 
uh, motivational pencils made the list. And I was like, motivational pencils. And I looked and it's pretty cool. It's like you take a pencil and you write a little message like you got this. You're a rock star. And it's like sometimes those kids just need that little bit of push to be like, yeah, I do. That's that's all they get. Sometimes Mm -hmm. the only motivation they get, the only inspiration they get is from us. Yeah. They don't get it at home or whatnot. For aspect, though, actually, I do motivation wise is uh, me and my friend found this a couple years ago, Meredith, who's moved on me oh no um it's a baseball theme getting them ready for us back and they have little baseballs and for each day we test we send one baseball home for the parents yeah to give them a little motivational message or something oh that's cool and then they have to bring them back and then for the kids that don't get them brought back i'll i'll go through and write for them and then it's so sweet at the end there's a movie that goes along with it so Mm -hmm. once we're all done with us back and everything we watch the movie baseball theme of course Mm -hmm. and my favorite team is the Chicago Cubs. <laughs> I and saw your lanyard the over Chicago, there. <laughs> the Chicago Cubs are in it. Oh, wow. Chicago Cubs, New York, and the Cleveland, oh, Cleveland the Indians, Indians yes. which is hysterical. Cubs and Cleveland. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my. Because that was like, wasn't that the recent That World was the World Series. Series. Yes. Wow. That's that's a good idea. And that's, I know, like you said, SBAC can be like super stressful. And just that little bit of motivation piece might be something. Make it a little fun for them. Yeah. So... Um, all right, so the next one, and, and again, this is, guys, this is not meant to be like our meat and potatoes of our podcast. This is just really just kind of winding down with the week and just giving you a couple tips that you might be able to put in your bucket and your toolbox or whatever. So, um, and I know some of you probably know about this, but the next one I saw was hand sanitizer, but using uh, a rubber band or a hair tie so that way they get the perfect pump. I'm going to tell you right now, my kids know that I'm a germ freak <laughs> and they use so I much hand sanitizer. hand sanitizer. Oh, my God. Oh my god! Make them wash. I mean, I have it. If they need, I just, it dries my hands out. Well, oh yeah, my cracks to the point where it bleeds. It's crazy. Uh, uh, so, no, but just they wash my hands. But they literally will take it and go like. Oh no! I just I have yeah. wipes though. I smart. have baby wipes in oh, my room smart. too. Yeah, that's well, good. I'm in a portable this year so with no sink or anything. Oh, so definitely. Yes. Mm-hmm. So you have go, to definitely have something that go wipe your ha- baby wipe. Go yeah. use the baby wipe. Instead. That's yeah. smart. And also learn too. This is a really good thing to piggyback on. This is. Hand sanitizer. What does it do, Kara? With the permanent marker. Why don't you enlighten it takes us? Takes off the permanent marker. <laughs> you know, when the kids accidentally put it on your board, your whiteboard oh or something. Yes, that is the worst. So the smart board, I actually had last year. I had during open house. No, it was conference. I had a kid come in with her sibling, and they were drawing. Don't ask me why I had a permanent marker in the tray. I don't know what I was doing. I must have just been, like, in a hurry and dropped it in there. They were writing on the board with the smart board with it, and I was like... <laughs> I was like, oh my God, I think I saw my life flash before my eyes. And then, so of course, that permanent marker is so clutch. Hey, like literally, it's like the lifesaver. There's ways to get it off. Yes. We've learned the hard way. Yes, exactly. <laughs> so it was actually very, very helpful. Um, so the other thing is, is we had discussed this and I was happy that we both had this idea. Well, she had mentioned it and I was like, I do that too. But your desks, you don't even need dry erase. You can, if you're doing a whole group lesson and you need markers and a dry erase board, don't worry about the dry erase board. You can write on the desk. It's it beautiful. comes off. It does. It's wonderful. Sometimes when you get like the older, it might leave like a little bit of a tint, but it, whatever. They're still learning. That comes off too. It does. So, and we Lysol actually wipes, whatnot. We were doing a letter formation the other day, and it was cool to see that because it was so novel. It was like such a novelty for the kids because they were like, "Oh my god, we're ready in the desk." So I'm like, "Now, do you do this when you get home?" No, Mrs. Nigro. I'm like, "Okay, good. As long as we're on that same page." But it was just really cool to see them all engaged. And again, this can oh, be they love it. Yeah, they get to play with the marker. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, yeah. Yes. No matter what age. Come on. We still love to play. I know. I totally what know. What are the pens we like as teachers? <laughs> I know, right? Oh, totally. It's like the, as flir- I'm holding the flir- one of the flir- Yeah. Is that what it is? That's what he the flare. Like the yeah. Flir- <laughs> <laughs> so, but, and that's something that can definitely be utilized through elementary all the way up to high school, even as like an OLP, because I know you meet with, you pull kids as well. And that's just a very, it's a cool idea. And the kids like it. So, um, this might be something helpful in regards to a child. Maybe you have someone that is very hot-headed, has a hard time emotionally. But um, one of the things that I saw on the list, on the board teacher's list, is cool-down cubes. And what it is is you take um, fake ice cubes that you would use if you were going to put them in the freezer, and it's with that liquid inside. And um, you don't have to freeze them, obviously, but you write little messages on them for like techniques to cope. So they go into the cool down cube jar, they pick it out, they read it, and then they do it like maybe it's like breathing, taking like 10 deep breaths or maybe counting backwards from 10. So and if you guys have any like tips on, you know, how to get these kids to cool down, calm down, because I feel like we're seeing it a lot, Kara. I feel like we're seeing it a lot more. Every year. Yes, but if you have any of those tips that you you have something that works in your class, um, don't forget to t- send it to teaching today podcast at gmail.com because I'm dying to know those two. I have like um there's a couple people in our school this year that could probably benefit from some of the tips that you guys have out there. Even it doesn't matter veteran or a new teacher, I'm sure you guys have great ideas. So how about you? What do, do you have any tips or tricks that is how to get the kids to calm down? Sometimes just take them outside and let them run. Oh, yeah, that's a good idea, too. Go. That's true. Just give them an extra five minutes recess or something. Yeah. Sometimes it's just they're frustrated with the work or whatever, and mm-hmm. they need to walk away from it. Yeah. And sometimes a brain break inside the classroom isn't enough. They need to mm-hmm. go no, outside that's so for true. a minute. That's- Especially most of our classrooms don't have windows. They need the fresh air. They need the sunlight. That's isn't that wild? I you know it's insane. What is it? I think Cannon that's over here on Russell Road near the Union Hall is they are or is that the one? It's like a it's got like a circular like weird building thing, and it's like I every time I drive by I'm like where's the windows? Right? <laughs> like it's so bizarre. I can't even imagine. Like I'm very blessed this year because I came out of room five last year at Shore which had no windows. So you know what I did, Kara? I actually put in a fake window. I literally bought blinds and then like put a picture. That's a good idea. I well, like, I thought about doing desperate. that. But mm-hmm. being in the portable, one mm-hmm. of the perks. You can keep your door. My door's open. <laughs> get that fresh air. Get the sunlight in. Yes. Yeah. That's super. It important. helps. Yeah. I liked being in the portable when I was there. I was in a portable for like three years. It was great. I don't mind it. I can control the air and heat. Uh, amen, sister. Okay. So when I was pregnant with my son, I literally, what you could hang meat in my oh, portable. I believe it. Oh, it was nuts. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> um, just a couple more and then we'll be uh, getting to enjoy our weekend. But um, one of the things that I actually, I recently posted on our um, our union, our CCEA page was I found this, this thing about if you spray matte acrylic um, spray or whatever it is, it makes the glare go away on your laminate. How cool is that? So nice. Okay, listen, I was looking at before and after pictures, and I'm like, that is so true, because I can't tell you how many times that I've had my windows open, because that's, again, got a lot of windows this year, but it was just crazy to see how, like, what, like, I'm, I'm like, I don't even know what that says, because the, the shine or the glare is so bad. Yep. So, the matte spray, and you said, you said you had one in your uh, Amazon it's in card. Amazon huh? card, I need to. That's 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 really good. I like it. That's good. I'm glad that I'm glad that is a that's a good tip. And when you do that, I want to see the before and after pictures. (laughs) And then my last one, and this could be for any grade level, is and it's something that I use in my classroom, is I have a doorbell. 
that I bought from Amazon yep, got for like too. two bucks. <laughs> and literally that is our attention getter. And I will tell you right now, that is also the novelty of it is the kids are like, oh my God, we have a doorbell in our classroom. And it, it works so amazing. And we actually had our um, special ed um, resource aide in our classroom. The, it was like mm, a couple weeks into school. And I rang the doorbell and the kids for being kindergarten and be able to know that their hand goes up and their mouth goes quiet immediately. Miss Monaco was like, oh my God. It's incredible, isn't it? It is. It stops mm-hmm. you in your tracks. It really does. Like, I accidentally hit it on accident one day. And actually, I moved it another time and it totally changed which story about sound I want it. <laughs> And my kids were all like, uh, Miss Mac, that's wrong. That's not the right one. Oh, that's funny. Yeah, they <laughs> you like, need to no. switch it. We like that other one better. Exactly. Yeah, that's like my... Well, the other one's longer. I use it for transitions when they're yes. um, taking stuff in and out of their desk. Oh, smart. That they only have that length of time to do it in. That is very good. And then I just use callbacks Ooh. with them. They love Andy's Coming. Oh, yes. And then they pretend like they're the toys from Toy Story. Yes. (laughs) That's cool. Yeah, that's one of the things. uh, We have a doorbell, and my my four-year-old, he goes to the same school that I teach at. He's in their pre-K program as a typical peer. And he comes in, and he likes to press the button. And so when I don't don't know that, and then when I hit it, it goes on to this big, long song, and my kids are like, oh, Mrs. Nigro, little Tony was in here again. They know, because they know I don't mess with it. So, but, so yeah, so, and I'm sorry, I know this is, this has probably been a very interesting episode. So um, I just I just felt it was it was really important, especially just to get in here, you know, bluff some steam, talk about some teacher hacks that might be helpful or some educator uh, hacks. And and I feel like I hope that some of you guys take away some good information from this. And if you do have hacks that you use that weren't even touched on please again please email us let us know we want i'm dying to know because i'm always like up to trying new hacks me too so something yes yes. so one of the things i actually did for you that that yeah that i have that's cool mm -hmm. that's that's engaging with the kids you know what i actually just tried recently and i saw it on um uh on i can't remember it's like a a a Facebook page that they do like videos. It's called like reaction or something like that. And one of them was hacks. And there was this one where you roll a lemon on the table and then use a toothpick and you kind of like swirl it around and then you squeeze it. And it like to get the juice out instead of having to like squeeze or like do the grindy thing. It worked. It was amazing. I couldn't believe it. I like I get sucked into those videos. Oh, I totally was. I was like next thing I'm like in the depths of Facebook. I'm going, what time is it? What day is it? Five videos later. Oh, the sun's coming up. Yes, exactly. That's totally my life. So but yeah, so just uh, if you have any hacks that you'd like to share with us, we would be more than happy uh, next episode to, you know, share those because I feel like, God, we're always looking to simplify as a teacher and that that would be great if you have any and again that's teaching today podcast at gmail.com teaching today podcast at gmail.com or if you have anything that you just feel like we should know please go ahead and send it to us we're dying to connect um so i think that pretty much does it for our episode today again kara thank you so much for your wealth of wisdom on the elections piece of it of course thanks for having me absolutely and we'll definitely be uh bringing you back so and it sounds like too i don't i don't know how long jeremiah is going to be out, but with his foot the way it is, we can only send positive vibes and prayers to him. Maybe we should just foot. move this to him. I know, right? We could just pick the desk up. It'd be great. I don't know how heavy it is, but it'd be great. Ugh. So <laughs> I'd probably break the equipment on the way and then I'd really yeah, be up. Yep. <laughs> but um, thank you guys so much for tuning in. And um, I hope you have a phenomenal weekend again, because today is Friday and the sun is going down and the weather is beautiful outside. So that is going to do it for Kristen and Kara. And class is dismissed. <laughs>